It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Conservative, patriot, common sense. This is the Jane Carroll Show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Jane Carroll Show. And what a night it is! Wow. Tonight we're going to be joined by uh, in about a half hour now from with uh, Oregon Republican Party. Kevin Hoare, he's going to be giving us an analysis on what's happening in the elections and, of course, on this these hearings, these so-called public hearings. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, it, it's, I, I, I've got to admit, I'm, I'm a little stunned. Stunned. It, it, I knew it would be bad. And I'd seen some of these hearings, the dry runs that were done with some of the same people. And they had some of these police officers in their uniforms, African-Americans, sitting there crying through this testimony because they were so scarred for life uh, by this entire process. Uh, The media, the mainstream propagandists are telling us that uh, people died at the hands of these Trump insurrectionists that he led and inspired them and refused to stop them. And um, he was behind all of this. They used a, a 50, Ivanka Trump, President Trump's daughter, uh, who testified for understand eight to nine hours before this this inquisition. And, and it, they took about 10 to 15 seconds out of her testimony when she was reported to say she agreed with uh, Bill Barr's assessment. And they asked her, they said, well, did you did you did you take it seriously when Bill Barr said there was absolutely no evidence of any meaningful voter fraud that would have turned the election around? She said, yeah, well, I had a lot of respect for uh, Mr. Barr. I, I did take that seriously. Now, in what context was that? And somehow this is that she agrees with him. They have some uh, meaty testimony of Mr. Barr doing his Iago act from, from Shakespeare of, of turning on Trump and and his team. And it's 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 very interesting to watch. Now, Fox News said they weren't going to be running it. So I, I turned on. I figured I could watch ABC, NBC, uh, public broadcasting, I, any of those. I could get, you know, the, the left's view of this. And then uh, I turned it to, to Fox because Tucker Carlson was on and heard some of his commentary, too. But I wanted to see what the people were seeing. The people. And the good news is if you're a Trump supporter, it's really boring. It's really boring. Now, we've been told that this big uh, ABC producer is in there and has orchestrated it and boy is it orchestrated i was watching it and i was thinking you know what this would be like it would be like watching the johnny depp trial 
for defamation of character by his ex-wife. And all you got to hear, hear from was his ex-wife's testimony. Everybody that supported her point of view, there would be no opportunity to cross-examine anybody. The testimony would be edited to focus on the very points they want to make with no opportunity to negate them or challenge the points. This Tonight is the opening night. They're going to move on. They talked about it. Miss Janie was on. They're like, it's going to go on for months, probably until uh, midterm election eve. And um, it's it's very interesting to, to see what uh, what's going to come of all this. We have, a, uh, I believe we're going to have with us tonight, uh, Skip the Man of the People, as we kick off tonight's show to see what his response is. And, and perhaps if he's been talking to some of the folks out there. Skip, are you with us? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly, sir. Thanks for coming okay, on. Good. Yeah. <laughs> your thoughts, your gut reactions to this whole thing. Well, well, uh, I, I, I'll, I've been watching uh, the Fox feed because I wanted to see how they were going to counter everything because I knew you'd be watching the uh, straight up feed. But what I'm hearing kind of uh, and what's coming across my other feeds of people that are watching it, and so so that they agree with you. It's boring. There's it really nothing, is hard to watch. There's nothing new that they've got there. They said you can tell that it's slanted. And uh, like one guy, uh, and, and also I heard one of the uh, actual major commentators say this too. They said whenever you have a, a thing like this, you, like you do a documentary or anything, says you have to hook the people. And he says they didn't do that tonight. He says this is just a, it's like ho hum, and somebody's going to go six more days of this or five more days of this. And um, I think uh, what the cable company should do is probably make a donation to the Democratic Party because. All the reruns and everything on like the cartoon channels and everything are probably really getting overplayed right now. Because <laughs> you, know, you, well, you know, I'm I'm fascinated by all this stuff, and I, you know, I I was so bored. Uh, it was hard to focus on it because we've you've heard all these lies, and I remember they had some of these people come up before. Oh boy, it was. Was, I think it was last year, and I think maybe it was a dry run, and they had some of the Capitol Police there. And then we find out later that the 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 the, the man that was the the African American man that was testifying uh, uh, against Trump and and against the, all the people that were were there. Uh, not only was he a, a Democratic donor, but he's a official in the in the unions. And so he's he's basically speaking. He's sitting in the audience tonight, crying, surrounded by other African American police officers. I guess they're Capitol police officers. Nobody's bringing up the point that, uh, of course, they are on on, on Fox News, but that uh, that Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of of D.C. refused an opportunity that Trump offered on several exactly. occasions to bring in. Uh, the National Guard, which he can't do without their request. And, you know, where was Chuck Schumer? Will Nancy Pelosi be uh, a witness? No. Uh, well, well, she but, protected herself. Yeah. She, she uh, as soon as, as soon as Jim Jordan said, well, we're going to have to call Nancy Pelosi, as soon as uh, he said that, she had, uh, she immediately did some deal and got a vote through her or something to protect her from having to testify. But and the rules are uh, for her. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. One thing she about her, you know, her husband yeah. can go and get drunk driving, and 
get and, and she doesn't have to talk about it. Nobody's going to ask her any questions about it. It's 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 it's, yeah, it's his I, business, I, not mine. Uh, she can go get her hair cut and, and done when none of us can do that. Uh, right. During the, the pandemic, she there were no rules for these people, just right. just for but, us. But one of the things uh, uh, now now you're much better connected than I am with the legal community and uh, being able to ask questions there and get get answers. Now my question tonight will be, <clears throat> and as it comes on, they're going to be showing some tape, uh, obviously one side of the tape, and uh, and they're trying trying to do this and everything. What happens with people that are in jail now, or people have been released, people are doing this, start seeing some of this stuff, and they're going, whoa, you know, I want to see the other part of that, because there was more to it. Can they sue? That Obviously, they can't sue the committee because they've got some kind of protection. But from what I understand and what I'm hearing is that people that are testifying and everything, especially uh, like the producers that have put this on and all that, if they razor down those tapes uh, so that so that it, you know, they took out important information to make it look like one side. Well, they're going to be like, uh, like who was it? NBC with the uh, Chevy gas tanks and stuff. They're going to open themselves up for real lawsuits. Well, the, what they're counting <clears throat> on, they, they taken thousands and thousands of hours of, of tape. They're taking right. out key little moments and putting it on television. It's a, it's a, it's a show. It's what, that's what it is. It's a well, show. Sure. It's, I understand they, they would not be able to do that in a court of law. They would have to the the, the defendant or the person being would be would have access to that and would be able to um, their well, lawyers be able to there. look at it and they would be able to if they felt yeah. it helped their case to to show the the full tape or whatever they could have the opportunity to do that and of course yeah. they would have an opportunity to challenge those witnesses uh, on the on the stand. So right. it's not, they're pretending like this is a fair trial, but well, this is, this know, is the Soviet Union and communist China justice. This I, is a, I'll tell you what, you know, the American people are smarter than this. Uh, any, I, I'll be, I'll be really interesting to hear what Kevin Moore has to say about it. That's coming up uh, here at the top, right? Uh, yeah, he'll the be with us bottom, bottom of the hour. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 1030 good, uh, Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> because, uh, but, but my point is, is that if you're, I realize Donald Trump can't do anything on this because he's a public figure. Uh, some of the people in his in his administration were also public figures, but people that weren't public figures that are drawn into this should be able to, uh, uh, if they're being smeared or it makes it look like they're smeared or they look like they're in the wrong or something. See, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, Nicholas Sandman and uh, and uh, Kyle Rittenhauser and all those guys that can sue. Because of misinformation and the way things were put out, and that's exactly what some of these news channels and things are doing. And and in particular, this guy they hired to produce them, and which we're paying for, by the way. Um, I did find that out. That, that, which which I understand they're 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 trying to bring up the uh, this committee on charges because it's a mis misuse of funds or something. Well, that, yeah, yeah, you can't. I I you know as you know because I've been reaching out to people to see who. Who's paying this producer? Yeah. And there's there's two things you can't you can't hire somebody to from the, the media to produce a, a documentary for a congressional hearing. That's not allowed. That's called uh, using taxpayer dollars to do that. That's that's called partisan political activity, and you can't do it. Nor can they donate their time. 
because that's uh, and do it. This is not the rule. This is supposed to be done by professionals within the. But they're all such party hacks, and they're not you know, very talented. Uh, but uh, they've gotten away with it so far. They they don't care about the laws. If they no. cared about the laws, there'd be a whole bunch of other things. But um, <clears throat> he could this, get the producer could get in trouble if he accepted taxpayer dollars, or yeah, if he exactly. did it pro bono. Uh, or somebody else paid him for it. That is, that is providing propaganda, and that's an in-kind contribution. And if he didn't report it as and, income or as uh, or as a gift, yeah, then and, he's in trouble. And you know, you will you will be seeing probably a house flipped flipped around, and they'll probably shut this committee down, possibly before they get to a decision. And then, uh, although they'll probably rush the decision because they're going to try and. They, they want Merrick Garland to indict uh, President Trump, and then they want that indictment to take two or three or four years so he can't run. That's right. what the, that's what they want to do. But uh, but there's going to be some uh, some stuff come up on on this, and 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 you got to think that there might be some people inside that. I don't care who they hired to produce this. They they either have to be real lackeys, or it's going to be people that in the know, and there'll be people that leak. You know. <laughs> And, and when people start bragging about what they're doing, oh, maybe James O'Keefe will be right there or somebody like that. You know, so it'll it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see. But 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 the biggest thing is, I don't think the American people are buying it. I mean, you you have to be uh, <clears throat> you have to be an idiot to uh, believe that this is a nonpartisan uh, presentation with the, just simply by the way the committee was made up. Now, if Jim Jordan was sitting on that committee and uh, Oh, the other guy that uh, that's like Jim Jordan. Um, I can't think of his name. Well, the, the, the guy from Texas, Gomer. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and uh, well, yeah, and, and they had the normal, uh, you know, complement of people on there, which would be one less than what the did Democrats you, had. Did you watch and, Liz Cheney? I mean, she was just repulsive. Oh, I haven't been able to. I haven't been able to stomach her for probably the last year. I used to like her. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I you know I was a big supporter. I thought it was great when she ran. I thought, oh boy, you know. Here's something, but then she keeps getting just weird, uh, and um, and you're and you know she had she had designs on the presidency and everything. But I'll tell you what, she is going to go down and, and just they, they don't even I don't even think she visits her own state anymore. I, um, has I don't think uh, Wyoming hasn't had a primary yet. I think theirs is in August or something. <clears throat> and uh, I don't think she's going to make it through the primary. But she's running. For, I, I think she thinks she's going to be. Is going to, she's so magnificent. There's going to be a groundswell of people make, asking her to run for president. That's what I can. She's got well, an ego that's like this is. She's always been sort of in the back burner of her family. Now she's <laughs> the star. And uh, <laughs> you know, you know what though? <laughs> here's a here's a conspiracy theory and a, and a, and a thought to to grind around there, Jane. You're going to get a laugh out of this one. Maybe she'll switch to be a Democrat so she can run for president. Yeah, she. But see, she see, but the but the Democrats don't want you know Republican being their nominee. They've got plenty of people that are far worse than she is, and, and, and better well, in their book. They I don't. Know, they don't do, would, that. Democrats she, don't do that. But her argument would be not only can I carry the Democrats, but I could carry the uh, the never Trumpers uh, because that's why now I'm a. Uh, I see the. And, and I'm more modest than, than all this. And she definitely would and draw more I'll be more the first woman than, president. No, that's what she's so, thinking. Yeah, she, exactly she definitely would draw more uh, than, than um, Kamala Harris would. You know, just uh, 
No, oh, she's, oh, she's much smarter than Kamala Harris. And oh, she's, yeah. But she's just, she's so, her sanctimonious behavior. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's just repulsive. And, and it's, and, yeah. you know, if I were her, I would want Jim Jordan on the committee. I would want yeah. this because if she really believes all the things that she says and that, that Donald Trump is a traitor and that Donald Trump should be put behind bars for the rest of his life, which is what she believes, um, that, that I would want everything. I would want the best they had to offer. I'd want it to be because I would believe in my case and I would want to go get it. And I think she does. But she's, she's an idiot. That way. What, what's happened, it, you know, this is a classic example. And, and let's take it out of politics for, for a minute. And you see people that uh, that perceive other people that did them dirt or whatever. And, uh, you know, sure, you're mad at the Reddit, Reddit person if you carry it along. And, like get screwed over by a business partner or something. You probably don't like the person very well. In fact, I would say it could be borderline eight. Go through a divorce or something. Right. Borderline eight. And a lot of people, after a few years, okay, it's, it's over with. They move on. They do this. But if you let it get to you, and, and you are so filled with hate and everything. It's a cancer it clouds, on your soul. It, it's a it clouds your, soul. your judgment. You you do not have good judgment. And, uh, you know. It, and just, that's where I think I think she's at that stage. But it's the one thing in her life that's given her this power and prominence. And she she's just milking it for all this work. And did you hear? I mean, the, the head of the committee, he starts off by basically saying, uh, Representative Benny uh, Thompson reading a big teleprompter. Um, uh, he's kicked off the proceedings by by basically saying that the, the Democratic uh, uh, that basically the legacy that the GOP is carrying on the legacy of the Ku Klux Klan, which by the oh, way yeah. we're, we're Democrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, that's that's the kind of stuff that's the kind of stink that's going to blow right back on. And then uh, you know, but but uh, interesting thing, did you watch any of Fox's coverage? You did you watch Tucker? Yes, I did. I was switching back and forth. One of the things that, that uh, came up tonight is if you notice very subtly, but in their, their monologues with him and Sean Kennedy, and, and I, I hadn't got to, you know, obviously because your show starts, uh, and I'm watching it the, with Laura uh, Ingram, and I'm sure it'll go on later on too. All of a sudden they brought up about what the people felt about why they were there because they felt the vote was still you really think that they're that, uh, and they're able to bring in the thing. You really think Joe Biden got all the votes that he got over, over you know, 10, 10 million more votes than Barack Obama even got. Um, and see, so in other words, they were very subtly able to bring it in as part of news because this is going on about voter fraud. And, and you know, that's what that's really screaming voter fraud. And, and, that, and, and so they evidently aren't afraid of the lawsuit. As long as they bring it in suddenly, they've got, a, they've got something to say, well, hey, we're not talking about the machine or anything. We're talking about why these people were there, why they felt they had to be there. And, you know, by the grace of God, in some cases, I'm not sitting in one of those cells, just like just like Aaron was talking about it, you know. Because uh, No, I know, because we, 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 you know, if I had lived closer, I would have been there. Oh, yeah. Or if, uh, if, I, yeah, I mean, if, I don't know if I, I certainly wouldn't have been part of a violent mob going into the Capitol, but I would have gone to that rally. Well, sure, I would have gone to the rally, and if I'd have been there at, uh, at on the steps of the, or you know, near the uh, the thing, and, and you were being invited in by the cops, you know, I wouldn't have gone along. I I don't like really really big crowds, uh, especially when they start getting unruly or they get where they're shoulder to shoulder and everything. 
Um, you know, my days of going to rock concerts and being around where you get the contact highs and everything are way over with. And so yeah. I would have probably moved out of the way and just said, yeah, I've been there, but I would have been cheering them on. But, but there's a good chance I would have shown up on some film someplace talking to somebody or, or doing all you could, be, you, could you could be in jail for the last yeah, year. And just simply because you were, you were standing next to, you know, somebody moves a gate or someone, you know, somebody moves a gate, you walk in and, and they'll say, oh, well, you're not supposed to be here. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'll you have out. no opportunity to present. You don't have access to the tape. Yeah, you don't I have, have access. You, you can't, and, and they're using it against you, so they say, are you going to spend the next 10 years or more well, in jail, or are you going to stay, you know, you, 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 I mean, we, we've got people out there that are raping people, and, and the DAs won't even prosecute them. But see, it's not only that, but I'm not a high enough profile person that anybody's going to care about. I certainly don't have the kind of money it would take to fight the government. And no. So unless uh, unless I shot back at somebody or something or or uh, defended myself or something and like a Rittenhouse did or something like that, then I'm not going to get anybody coming out of the woodwork to help defend me. And, uh, and, and the public defender, I would probably be smarter than. <laughs> Just, and I'm not that smart. <laughs> but I, I mean, I've heard about some of these, but you know, like public defenders have walked right in there and said, we need to make a deal. And, and, and you're sitting there going, what do you mean you need to make a deal? It's trespassing for God's sakes, you know? Um, so, you know, just, it, yeah. it's, uh, you know, if you didn't do anything, like uh, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that the shaman got as many years as he did for, after making the deal. I, I Maybe there's more to that, that story than, than we've ever seen, but, I mean, it, you know, the reason he got got it so bad is he sat in Nancy Pelosi's chair. Yeah. You know, just, uh, and, and I'm just sitting there going, you know, I didn't see anybody there that uh, from the films that I've seen and the, inside the Capitol area, I didn't see anybody, you know. I mean, there was people pushing at different places and they were squeezed up against the walls, stuff like this. But, uh, you know, and, and there's people that get out of hand. If you've ever been to a... To a uh, oh, absolutely. State, and and they, of course, they had... Like they, that, you know. they had some people on there. There's this one woman screaming like a banshee. She looks like a maniac, and uh, you know people get hot under the thing. But but the the fact the police weren't ready. They couldn't get. They couldn't have access to the equipment. Pelosi and Schumer did nothing to make it more secure. They wanted this. Well, now that you're finding out too that they had at least that that they were talking about this beforehand, and they had at least four days that that they were they had to prepare, and they said. Yeah, you know, and they were, and and actually, Trump was the one that asked him if they wanted. Uh, he he had authorized forty thousand uh, 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 national guard troops. Thought it was twenty. Or, or, uh, twenty thousand. I, I thought it was forty, and then but they could take any part of it that they wanted. But if they had, but they have twenty. There was no way would this have happened. And they right. he asked them to put those barricades that they that the day after this thing they put them up for months. Well, not only that, but the uh, the uh, uh, White House police or whatever that is, the Washington uh, Washington D.C. police or something said, "Oh, we have we have plenty of cops uh, enough to handle at least a million people, something like that." And I'm sitting there going, "Well, where's that all?" And, you know, and then I guess they got they started getting scared as they got the information. See, because one of the things that, that I've learned here just just recently that uh, that that I didn't know before was that they also had. Uh, evidently, there was a um, some kind of an alert about possible foreign intervention that that was going to create a um, you know like some kind of a terrorist type thing or something like that. Uh, I, 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 terrorist might be too strong a word, but 
they had some kind of uh, uh, intelligence that said they need to watch out for this. That's why they put everybody else on alert because they, you know, they wanted to make sure this was this was stopped and everything too. And you know, if they had something like the Boston bombing or something, you know, when they had the uh, uh, Boston Marathon, well, you got all those people there, man. If everybody started charging every different direction, you'd have people getting crushed and trampled all over the place. Yeah, so, it, 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 and that that kind of situation can be very frightening. I mean, oh, it, when, and people get carried away. And uh, now we've heard all the reports, and there's a lot of footage of you know the Capitol Police taking pictures with with folks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You, you, we're not going to see any of that in Liz Cheney's uh, torture chamber. I mean, it's, it's I have never been more ashamed to be an American than watching that. I really, yeah. it was disgraceful. Yeah, my question, what would they be doing right now if this would have been the pink hat ladies? Yeah, the pink hat ladies. And, well, you know, I live in a city and you live, you always remind me you don't, which is, but you do live in the state <laughs> uh, where for every night for a year, buildings were burned, people were attacked. Uh, when the National Guard was finally called out, they were beaten and, and tortured. The federal Justice building was put on fire. Local businesses and windows were vandalized. And, and somehow that was all peaceful. That was all justified. That's Every well, day for, for a year. Every yeah, we single night. Three people get killed. Yep. One guy got shot. The guy just yep. came up and shot him. Yeah, Journalists, you know. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Andy Noe and uh, a couple other guys I, got just beat to hell. I mean, it's horrible, horrible things. And none of that is... A, None of the, these people aren't even prosecuted. They're not. Nothing happens. To them. They get if they, if they get arrested, which most of them did not. They're out in two hours, and um, so it's 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 and yet these people are acting all aghast. And this is the most horrible thing they've ever seen, and it was it was comparable to uh, what was it that Chuck Schumer said, Pearl Harbor. Uh, okay, you know those guys really need to go into a war zone. I mean, an actual war zone. And get under fire. Well, what, you know, what does anybody challenge Chuck Schumer? He was saying everything. You know, he, he's the one that threatened Kavanaugh and everybody. And by the well, way, yeah. they were they were on his lawn last night on the day after they picked up his potential yeah. assassin. They were those people. Those banshees were on there screaming and yelling and taunting and making fun of their children and everything. Again, did did anybody call them off? Did Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, well, Joe Biden? Ever say, you know, guys. You have a little respect, and, it, and by why, the way, it is against it? the law to 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 uh, go to the homes of judges and jurists and right. threaten them and intimidate them. But but they won't enforce those laws. They yeah, encourage why, them to do it. They're they're they just arrested the guy uh, today on a misdemeanor uh, up there in Michigan that's running for governor. The the leading uh, Republican I know and, 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 because he's, he's he's ahead in the polls. Yeah, and, uh, and but how come they haven't arrested Chuck Schumer yet? I mean, Chuck Schumer, I, I mean, he—you had a direct threat on on a justice. I mean, Kavanaugh, and, and, Gorsuch—you and, and name, name their name. You're gonna, we're gonna come after you, get you. Yeah, and he says you've done this, you've done that, and this guy is just. Uh, of course, the, the thing that I thought was interesting—it was uh, the perp himself that got scared and called the police on himself. <laughs> Yeah, the right. other 
Yeah, the, the, I know. Well, he sounds like he's very mentally ill. But, yeah, but uh, the next guy won't do that. You know, the next no, guy's going to carry it through. No, and it, it, could, it could have been one of his children. And and that 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 very night, and crazy people are attracted to that kind of situation. There they were, and nobody was condemning it. Uh, nobody was saying, call off the dogs. It was just they were doing the same old thing. And then one of the things that Schumer said when he was first was discussing, oh, I have protests on my front lawn of my house four nights a week. That's a lie. He would not put up with that. Well, yeah, um, I think we're, you know, see, I think, it, you know, but it's tit for tat. We have to be too nice. But my uh, my own first reaction when they started saying, well, well, those guys deserve it. Like, Jin, you know, Jin Saki and all those guys. Oh, man, if I'd have been a guy that if, if I was a hacker, all those people's addresses would be out there immediately after they said something like that to say, OK, here or at least their email addresses well, or their private you know what, phone numbers you know, or whatever. Well, yeah. you know what? Yeah, if, if yeah, if if, if you if you if you think it's okay, you're, yeah. you're there you go. But, yeah. but do you know though Nancy Pelosi, she's a cagey old she's a tough tough bird, she really is. Uh she, you know, they want to give security to the Supreme Court because of this situation and it, it seems like yeah. it's and she's to other and other federal judges, see, and they, they're going, well, why aren't you doing this? This is something we need to do. These people are in jeopardy, and we need to protect them. And then, of course, they brought forth that that, that federal judge whose son was killed when one of her, uh, one of the people that was found guilty in her courtroom uh, went to her house and killed her son. Um, her only son. I mean, it's horrible. And so... But and they all have protection. Nancy Pelosi is now putting into the bill that anybody, anybody that works for the federal government, how many people is that, should be entitled to legal uh, yeah, to, she, she, to bodyguards. She, she, how much is that going to cost? It's the poison pill. She's trying to get it so they can't vote it through. Right. That's the the cost. But she doesn't want and, it. And, and it, you know the the high profile people there. Now, if there's a legitimate threat of against some government employee, and they you know, in other words, like, say you work for the IRS, and all of a sudden you got some nut because uh, the guy didn't That's pay fine. his taxes That's for fine. 40 years or something like that, and they, and they come and they and some agent discovers it, and they, they take his house. Well, if the, if that guy's making legitimate threats to the to an agent or something, they probably deserve some protection. You know, because uh, I mean, if they were just simply doing their job, but if they're if, you know you uh, but make, also make sure they're doing their job and they're not overzealous or anything. Let's get final question. Weren't you glad you got to come on the air so you didn't have to keep watching it? <laughs> I, oh, I, was, yeah. I was just, it was, it was very hard for me to watch. Are we, we going to be on the air? Are we going to be on the air by the next five or six days? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to get Kevin Hoare on the Jay Carroll show. Cause oh, you yeah. think he's a lot to talk about. He's waiting in the wings. Oh, okay. Say hi to Kevin for me. And uh, you guys do a good job like you usually do. Thank you. Skip the man of the people out there talking about uh, uh, what we're going to talk to among many other topics with the, uh, one of the one of the executive board members of the Oregon Republican Party and a great uh, political analyst and patriot on this uh, historic, historic evening on the I don't know what to call these uh, Cheney witch trials. I, I don't know what to call them. Kevin, welcome. Good to have you on. Glad to be on, Jane. I guess uh the only confusing thing about the statement about the Cheney witch trials is uh, why is she still looking for the witch? Um, <laughs> She's been found. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. 
I think it was, it's more of a witch reveal. So, um, yeah, I, and I couldn't bring myself to sit and actually watch it. So I just decided to read the news reports. Yeah. I got to keep the dinner down. It's not, uh, it, it doesn't really feel like, um, uh, something that I want to watch in order to, um, experience the emotional, uh, impact that they're trying to inflict on people through propaganda and distortion of information and frankly just outright uh uh you know lying about things or lying through omission and 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 so therefore they're trying to tell a story it's like a tv show that gets heavily promoted but then you see who's in it and you see what the plot is essentially going to be and then a few people write a review and you realize, yeah, I've seen this show before. It's just another attempt to um, to, to get me to watch something uh, so they can make some money or in this case, propagate uh, a false narrative. And then why would I waste an hour of my time doing that any more than I waste an hour of my time watching Another show that was meant to duplicate a a, a past failed show. It's well, it, if, you, if you felt it was going to be, and I, it's exactly what what you expected is what transpired. But um, but the beginning of this uh, it reminded me of Joe Biden, the chairman of the committee, Representative Betty Thompson, reading this prepared long prepared statement. But right at the beginning, he basically says that uh, the GOP has become the uh, is basically they're, they they are carrying on the legacy of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you mean that a dem- Democrat, dem- organization. Democrat organization? Yes, yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, but he says to to show how fair they're going to be, and um, and there's of course we we know there's the only Republicans on the committee are meet the definition of of a rhino, Republican in name only on on this case, and are. Rabid, I mean, rabid Trump haters and have made a career out of it. But I, I, I felt the best way to describe it to the audience was, and I was watching, I watched, you know, Fox was carrying it with, you know, Tucker Carlson giving excellent analysis and then Hannity, et cetera. But I watched it on the other so I could see what the, most people will be watching. And it was worse than I thought it would be. And I thought it would be a pretty much of a, an unfair trial but it would be like watching since every a lot of people did watch the johnny depp trial or, or saw parts of it what it would be like would be watching that trial where the only people allowed to give testimony were people on his ex-wife's side of the case giving her version there would be no opportunity for cross-examination all the tapes of their witnesses would be edited to give the most powerful point with no opportunities for rebuttal and um, and then saying that that was a fair opportunity for uh, a hear a fair hearing it was it's absurd it's absolutely well, absurd. it's offensive to think that uh, they would constitute a committee that would for the first time in 232 years so therefore really the entire history of congress uh, would exclude the very fundamental concept of debate and uh, people being able to contend from different points of view the information that's being presented it's a propaganda 
uh, entity now. It's what it's been turned into under Nancy Pelosi. And I think they rightly pointed out today. Um, so Kevin McCarthy, I did actually catch the press conference that they did this morning, and it was pretty good. Uh, they they came right out and they said it's it, it obviously is a sham, but then they went into why. And, uh, and what they've done, not only have they not constituted it as you should, which is the majority and the minority of the House, both contribute members, and you let the chips fall where they may. The majority gets to set the agenda. They even can decide if they want to include or exclude evidence, but then the minority gets to say whatever the hell they want right. and ask whatever questions they want and then uh, and scrutinize the information that's being presented. And this was not done. It was done in a way this time specifically to defraud the American people which is why the only thing more outrageous than what they've done to constitute this committee is the fact that they're doing it at a time where clearly, like Joe Biden's polling numbers are absolutely in the toilet. He is, he is rock bottom. His approval ratings keep sinking. And, of course, the crises keep growing. And they're growing out of control. And they're being made worse by whatever he claims to be doing or at times not doing to address them. They so desperately need this in order to just keep the bottom from falling out. I'm not even sure they're doing this anymore with the uh, with the belief that they could reverse what's going to happen in 2022. It, maybe it's out of desperation of the fact that they are going to absolutely get scorched at the ballot box in November uh, you know, w- based on what we know now, and I know a lot of things can change, but they've unleashed, the Democrats have unleashed or through neglect uh, enabled so many crises now that I just don't, it can only get worse for them, really. And what are they going to do? They're going to try to to mitigate some of those losses. Lynn Cheney is on an island by herself. Uh, she's a disgrace. The people that she represents don't want her representing her in in a profound way. And so now she's really just representing herself. And then, of course, Adam Kinzinger is a complete disgrace. He is a nonsensical cry bully that sits there and with a straight face claims to have been a conservative at some point. And then what was it yesterday? He voted for a bill that was debated for less than 24 hours to impose massive gun controls on in, uh, for entire cross sections of the country. And, um, and, and he, apparently this is what he believes now he should resign because he has actually betrayed the people he claimed to represent. And I'm sorry that's happened to that, the people in that district, but at this point, they're just rogue actors that have nothing to do with the Republican Party whatsoever. You can't even say that they're Republican in name only, because even Lynn Cheney has been, um, in, in essence, by the voters of uh, Wyoming, by the party, I should say, the representatives yeah, of the party. Yeah, defrocked. She's yeah. basically they, they condemned her. Uh, yeah. you know. So it's, uh, no, it, she, but she seems to be, this is her moment. I think she thinks she's going to be, She's going to get the never Trumpers and the and the and the Democrats to make her the, you know, president or something. She she this is her moment. She was president of what? 
president of uh, the Lincoln Project. I mean, yeah, maybe they need somebody, but she's not going to be the president of any. No, I know, but she ever. really is very in her in her element right now. She's just full of herself, and it's so she, it's so. But you didn't watch it, so I can't imagine people. Even if you hate Trump, I can't imagine sitting there for an hour watching that. This is feeding their base, and and that's all it is. And of course, she wants to do that for some reason because she decided that at some point, she's she is just a uh, a pontificating pinhead at this point. She really that's all she does. It's pontification. She goes. This is a quote from the hearing. She tells pro-Trump Republicans. Your dishonor will remain when Trump is gone. Who the hell cares what she thinks? Seriously, who is she representing? She is. She doesn't actually represent anyone. So why are we even listening to her? Well, we're being forced to by Nancy Pelosi. She and and of course others like Adam Kinzinger and these they they have uh, decided that there are that it's more important for them to admonish other, well, I would say other Republicans, except I don't think either one of them qualify anymore, than it is for them to, in the middle of about seven or eight major crises, do anything to solve the problems facing the country. This is more important. So they've betrayed everyone. And I think that they also have been have betrayed the truth because in this press conference this morning, Kevin McCarthy uh, and um, I think it was um, the Indiana congressman. I'm trying to remember his name, Jim. Uh, I think he's like he would be the ranking member that they refused to have. He would have been the ranking member on the committee. Jordan. Uh, uh, no, Jim Jordan, of course, has also commented on this. Now, I'm, I think it's Jim back. Yeah. Yeah. OK. And he laid out the questions they aren't getting an answer to. This is a committee that's supposed to get to the bottom of all this, and they won't get any answers to what has actually happened with regard to Nancy Pelosi. This is what we've learned in the last few days. An internal Capitol Police review found sweeping intelligence and security failures on Pelosi's watch. Now, there's nothing that that President Trump can do to correct sweeping intelligence and security failures in the Capitol Police. He can't. He never could. Even Biden can't. It's Pelosi. They report to her. And then they also were offered, and this is, this is uh, there's documentary evidence of this. We know that Cash Patel, who was the chief of staff of the acting defense secretary, Uh, has testified to this, and they won't release that testimony because apparently some things are secret and other things are not uh, because all they asked him about, they didn't want to hear that. They only asked him about Afghanistan and Iraq, I think, when he went in to testify to the January 6th um, uh, commission, uh, committee. And the Pelosi was offered, and the mayor of Washington, D.C., were offered four days before the riots, 20,000 National Guard troops, four days. They did nothing with it. This was allowed to happen with with really almost perfect foresight. When you look at the um, uh, the intelligence that they were given, and I'd like to believe that you could botch or bungle something that badly, but then at least you'd reveal that some things got bungled. 
you wouldn't cover it up entirely. You'd have some report that would come out and say, you know, there were some mistakes made in deciding to react to this, but that's not our fault that people actually decided to write. You know, that could come up with something. No, they won't answer any questions about this. They don't have to. That's what they think. And I just, I think it's, one, it's it's boring because it's still, I mean, they, but they're having these watch parties, you know, all these, these little picnics, and, and then they're not very big crowds. New York Times had a, Showing a group of people sitting out in a park watching this thing, and this maybe it wasn't a. As somebody described it, it was sort of a Bidenesque crowd. It wasn't very big. Yeah, uh, ten ten were, cars in a park. But, but they're park all park applauding for Liz Cheney when she came on. It's, yeah, it's it's also grotesque, and um, it's but but the other thing is that they have all these edited. For example, Ivanka Trump gave nine hours of testimony to this committee. And they have her on there. There's, at this one point, they have, and I, I'm not a fan of, of, of uh, former Attorney General Barr. And I've noticed lately on his book tour, he goes on all the Fox shows, and he's, you know, because that's where he, and he's selling his book, and he's, t- but he's much more reasonable. On this, they show him in this thing, and he's, he, he's, he's, he's uh, saying that it's BS. He actually used the word that there was any voter fraud. When he's being interviewed by a flanks of, of Democratic lawyers, and that's not the way he talks when he's on Fox. No. He sort of says, "You know, I have a lot of respect for the president. I didn't agree with him on this and that, but you know, blah 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 blah." And that's why I quit what I did. I mean, that's the way he was talking in this hearing. And they take this one nine hours right of her testimony, and they take a bug, and she looks like the. She looks exhausted. She looks like she's a deer in headlines. It is stark, and she's standing there looking, and and they're saying, "Well, what what did you th- what did you think when Bill Barr said there was no there was no shenanigans? There was nothing wrong with the elections. There was no way that there was enough uh, uh, fraud to turn the election." She says, "Well, I've always had respect for uh, Mr. Barr, so it, you know it was a concern to me that that he said there was no." But, but she, there was nothing before that. There was nothing after. Yeah. It was and that, it was sliced it. and diced to make it look like right. Ivanka Trump agreed with him. It's garbage. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it's garbage. And, 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 and I saw the New York Times, the, the, the Kushner's testimony and Ivanka's are going to be the centerpiece of bringing down Trump. Well, if you edit it, you, you know, they could take this conversation and do the same thing. Yeah, they they did everything they could. They even took um, I forget one of the uh, Stephen Miller, I think, and edited his uh, testimony to make it look like uh, one pollster telling him one one conclusion that might be the case about losing uh, that that the president uh, should have listened to this pollster. They, this is just all conjured garbage. It's piecing together a story. It reminds me a lot of. Um, what turned out to be uh, largely full of holes. Remember JFK, the movie with Oliver Stone and how he yes. produced that. And I was really taken in by that movie when I first saw it, like in, it must've been 1990. It was a long time ago. And I was like, wow, you know, huh, there's big questions here. And then of course, over the years, we find out that uh, he took tremendous creative license with this in order to create the impression that, all of these things had evidence behind them and, and were true. And they didn't have any evidence to assert many of those things. It was innuendo. And and frankly, it was just advancement of, of some conspiracy theories for dramatic purposes. You know, and so I thought, well, I feel kind of uh, 
yucky after watching that now uh, because it now I know the power because it was of so theater. well done. It was power of theater, right? But, and you can advance narratives and conjure narratives and create things in people's minds that don't actually have to bear any resemblance to reality. Here's what is real that they aren't asking. So Jim Banks, the one that, that I mentioned earlier, would have uh, been the ranking member. He said he asked three questions in this press conference. He goes, how is it possible that the Capitol Police, we now know, was half staffed because of COVID on January 6th? How do we how is that possible Two, did House Speaker Pelosi communicate with the House Sergeant at Arms on January 6th or in the days leading up to the riot? Yes or no. What did they communicate? Yeah. Why isn't she a witness? That's right. And then Banks also asked why the Capitol Police's intelligence unit didn't raise the alarm about potential violence ahead of January 6th, even though multiple intelligence agencies did exactly that to the Capitol Police. So. You know, they don't even have this is they don't even have a leg to stand on with this. They they constituted this thing as a fraud. Then they decided to selectively edit all the information and present it in a wait a year time. and a half to do it right before the midterms. That's right. And then go around and bully people to testify and when they bring them in. They spend most of the time not even talking about January 6th. And and then and then they don't answer the most important questions about why this actually happened. There is no way I could at no point since then and virtually no point, I think, ever before January 6th, going back years, years, maybe decades. Could you just walk up to the Capitol building and just walk in? But that's exactly what happened to a whole bunch of people, including some people that were just looking for a toilet. Seriously. And this is they've they've taken it as far as they think they can now in in creating this this narrative, which the media, who's rooting for this and rooting for Joe Biden, uh, keeps pushing. They just arrested one of the leading um, candidates for the Republican uh, nomination for um, governor governor in in uh, Michigan. They are they are turning the justice system into a tool to attack and jail opponents. That's what they're doing. It's actually happening. It's not, oh, a slippery slope and it might end up there. It's already happening. And then um, who was it that they just arrested and put in leg irons as they marched him out of national? Peter Navarro. Peter Navarro. And it turns out, and this is in the interview that uh, Tucker Carlson did with him, it's like, the guy doesn't have anything to do with January 6th. Zero. But they're just trying to through brute force, intimidate others and pick one person and try to destroy it, which sounds just right out of Solinsky, by the way. It's a literally one of the items. Sounds in like right out of communist China or Soviet yes. Russia. It's very, I mean, I'm pretty ashamed of our country right now. I mean, this is outrageous. Well, that that our country would allow it to come to this. I know. Uh, that, that there wouldn't be a single reasonable voice that would stand up on the House side. And that is the shame that's going to last for generations. That is where Lynn Cheney has it backwards. The shame are going to be the people that years from now want to be seen as reasonable. Somebody that might actually be semi-reasonable, that would be reaching across the aisle, especially which is something Democrats love to do once they're in the minority, uh, is demand people reach across the aisle to their side. Uh, these people are going to stand silent or even vote in favor of some of this stuff. 
and they've done it through this rationale. And the worst part of all is when you look at record inflation, inflation, rising gas prices. Um, we've got uh, not only the crisis in Europe. There's news from what's going on with Iran and the and the nuclear deal uh, that Biden was still trying to push. There's the baby formula crisis, the supply chain crisis. Uh, they've inflicted an energy crisis on a country that is the superpower of energy in the world. We're probably going to have electrical blackouts this summer. All these utility groups across the country are warning of this, and they're saying it's going to be particularly bad. Guess where? West Coast. If you want to care about something, a bunch of idiots uh, creating propaganda, made-for-TV propaganda, are not going to bring your electricity back on this summer when it goes out. It, they're not. And and then, of course, we got the surge in crime. we got the lawlessness. And I think there's been some good stories this week that aren't getting very much attention from these guys uh, about what's actually happening to um, the district attorneys, uh, such as Chesi Boudin in uh, uh, San Francisco. And that's a city that has 6.7% Republican, registered Republicans in it. That means everybody else is not a Republican and pretty much a really liberal Democrat. And they voted 60% to kick that guy's butt out of office. This is the stuff that if they were working on the problems of the American people, they'd be working on this. And, you know, today um, it was Janet Yellen or Janet Jellohead, as I like to call her. She <laughs> she came up and testified again in front of Congress saying, I don't think there's going to be a recession. I think the economy is really strong. Investment is good. And, uh, uh, you know, she's like trying they're, they're lauding her for credibility for admitting that maybe we got it wrong last year about inflation being transitory. And it's like. The, the, they should take her uh, her degrees back at the colleges that she went to because she doesn't know anything about economics. If she a doesn't know that we're halfway into a recession already, that interest rates are going to go up much more because they've, they're nowhere close to controlling inflation, that it was going up and wasn't going to go down at any time in the near future, long before Putin invaded Ukraine. And now She's actually saying that the stuff that Biden did was probably the best decision that could have been made uh, with regard to all of all of this money printing they did last year and showering everybody with um, uh, government benefits that has created this hyperinflation. It, it, and that's what we're in now, because once you get into the double digits, it becomes very hard to stop it from uh, escalating from there unless you raise interest rates to two points above the uh, inflation rate. Well, do you know that right now, you know, we're down at what, three quarters of 1%, something in that range. We would have to get to 12% in order to stop, to slow down this uh, inflation that we've got right now, because that's, and even Biden sat back and said, well, president, President can't do anything. It's all the job of the Fed now. Well, the, the Fed has a couple of blunt instruments, and one of them is raising interest rates, and the other is uh, buying up instead of um, – or selling, rather, bonds rather than uh, buying government bonds to keep the interest rates down. That's what – you know, that's, that's the tools they have, and both of them do come to one conclusion. They slow the economy down. So these guys are like – 
pretending that they're driving down the highway. They're driving at 100 miles an hour. They have no idea where they're going. And and it's almost like a the, like Biden is like Mr. Magoo of presidents now, where he just he has no idea. Don't insult Mr. Magoo like that. I know. Actually, Mr. Magoo, Mr. Magoo always seemed to like when he walk off the edge of a building, he would land on something. Before yes, he would he always come out standing. As we saw, Biden couldn't even walk up against uh, walk up to the airplane yeah. again without taking a fall. I know. You think he'd be really careful after that, that double fall he did got so much play. I mean, when that first happened, I sort of felt sorry for him. I was thinking, you know, we all have our moments when we do awkward yeah. things, and if everything was recorded, but now he 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 deserves it. Talking about lack of of self awareness, uh, uh, Adam Schiff. He's out there and he was being interviewed before this whole thing. And he says, well, one thing, these hearings are not aimed at the midterms or at the next presidential election. These are aimed at trying to protect our democracy from anyone who poses a threat to it. Now, talk about a man who, you know, kept a Russian hoax going single-handedly for three years. Um, and it's just it's a congenital then, liar. Yeah. Pro- well, provable. Speaking of congenital liar, um, Dan Rather, remember him? Yeah. Uh, and of course, he was brought down. He, he manufactured some documents to bring down George Bush from his military, his his, uh, his, his military service during the Vietnam War, and um, falsified stuff. And he's in there, and he's, he's talking about Fox News, and it's it's for for people who can't handle the truth. How dare he? I mean, does Rather not know that that's who he is? Uh, yeah. He's the poster child for phony information, and he's out there trying to help people receive the truth. You know, it's like Brian Williams uh, explaining his career to us. You know, it's all these people. See how many of these figures have fallen. And now CNN, I think, is uh, perhaps going to have to go through a, a rebranding that I don't think will work. I think they've actually destroyed their brand too much. It could take years of very low ratings to earn back that that reputation they once had as being sort of a middle of the road, hard news only. I can remember a time, and I'm sure you probably can, when, when there was a break, a breaking news story, especially an international news story. I'd go to I'd go to CNN first because they had the they had you know bureaus all over the world. Uh, they you know they they were they were a major at the time when. NBC, CBS, they were all cutting back their foreign bureaus uh, with budget constraints and stuff. So it was more so. But now I, I'd never go to them for anything of importance at all. I go well, remember to- when they remember when they covered they were the key outlet covering, as I recall, the uh, Tiananmen Square. Uh, yep. massacre. Baghdad, Bob. They yep. really. But then we find out later that they didn't cover a whole bunch of stuff because they were afraid they that they might hurt the reporters there. So they just became propagandists. Yeah. Well, and 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 then the news on CNN just became another way to deliver propaganda. At some point, you weren't watching CNN to find out what the news is. You're trying to find out what what uh, the Democrat Party thought news should be or what you should think about it. And at at some point, it was just not unless you were wanted to be deceived. There was no use in it, and I think the the Russian collusion hoax was perhaps the death knell for CNN because you just can't come back from that one. MSLSD, you know those people watching that 
they want to be deceived because they think that's the real world. It's like a it's a, a news outlet for an alternate universe. But people were watching CNN because they actually thought they were getting information. And yeah. then they just got lied to constantly for a, a number of years. And why, what there's no value left in CNN. And and I really do think that uh, many of the other news outlets have turned into MSNBC. They have. Uh, ABC... What did um, I'm trying to remember the name of the reporter, but he basically said that um, the person who uh, went after Justice Kavanaugh and tried to kill him and his family the other night. Yeah, yeah, that they said crazy deserves crazy. Really? I mean, at what point? In well, time and, and, and last that? night they were they were they were out all on his lawn again. All the banshees were out there screaming and yelling obscenities at him and doing all this. Oh, stuff. it was hours, no. hours after the guy was arrested. That's yeah, right. On his law, and nobody for no Chuck Schumer's, no Joe Biden saying, "Come on, folks." Just, besides that, it's in the books. It's against the laws. That you can't go on. You can't protest on the private property of a judge to try to influence a, a ruling or a verdict or or a juror. You can't. It's right. against the law, but nothing happens. And of course, Chuck Schumer says, "Oh, I have, I have people on my front lawn protesting four nights a week." That's a lie. You know that's a lie because they would do something to stop it. Did somebody I, did somebody say to Chuck Schumer uh, outside his home? You know, you're going to reap the whirlwind, and uh, and that uh, you're going to get what's coming to you, out. Chuck. Yeah. yeah, watch out. We're and of course, you. of course, yeah. Chuck Schumer is actually somebody you could influence to vote in 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 the Senate. You're not supposed. It's literally specifically against federal statute to act or take actions that are attempting to influence or pressure a Supreme Court justice or any federal judge in an ongoing case. Right. That's why it's forbidden. And Chuck Schumer encouraged it. And Chuck Schumer, if if there is anybody who deserves to have a select committee look into his role in encouraging what's going on and in including this person who has been uh, charged with attempted murder. That's what the charge is. Uh, then it's Chuck Schumer's the one who deserves to have this uh, scrutiny, but he got no such scrutiny. And that's why people are beginning to, to see this as a two tier justice system. I think one appalling thing that happened just the other day is there there are two individuals who were arrested in New York uh, City for setting for firebombing a police car back during the uh, June 2020 uh, George Floyd riots. Mm -hmm. They firebombed a police car. They got arrested. They got uh, tried and prosecuted, um, and they f uh, made a plea, uh, tried to get a plea deal, basically where they could still get sentenced to up to 10 years in prison for what they did. And the judge, some judge, decided that it was okay to let them withdraw that plea, which is unheard of, and plea to a lesser charge that only gives them like time served and some community service, something ridiculously nothing. So they're basically they're going to be out again. And... um and that's for committing an act, which by any estimate is really kind of a terrorist act. It's certainly arson. It's attack on a police vehicle is meant to terrorize people 
uh, terrorize the police. And and this person's just strolling around. These people are going to be strolling around. People are losing confidence that the justice system is actually the same for everybody, regardless of where they are in the political spectrum. And this is going to have a severe effect on the country because we've got people that can literally get away with the things these folks have gotten away with, just short of murder, frankly. You've got people that are in Portland running around who just, it's a revolving door, they just get back out. And, um, and this is something that's causing people to say. And then over here, we've got people that went looking for a toilet in the Capitol building, and they've been charged with a, f- a federal crime and faced five years in prison for looking for a toilet. So I, I think that, that if, if they don't correct this, I think maybe the Democrats actually are trying to provoke and push people into losing faith in the institutions that the Democrats run. Every other crisis that they're in charge of seems to be going in that direction, too. They're doing a great job if they're trying to crater confidence in the ability of the government to do anything. And once that's there, once people don't trust, uh, once two sides then claim they don't trust the government anymore, things do um, get a lot worse. And I and I think that the worst thing that was said this week was by Biden claiming that uh, if Roe versus Wade is overturned, which just reverts all of the uh, the laws back to the states in Oregon, it would change nothing. Right. You won't hear that in the media, but it'll change nothing. But Biden said that overruling Roe will lead to a mini revolution. And I immediately thought, hmm, hashtag Biden's direction. Uh, this is this is what he's actually promising, that his uh, militaristic, the militaristic thugs who have some loyalty to him or maybe are taking some direction from this mini revolution statement that he's almost implying that he's going to tolerate it if people do this because he agrees with them, uh, that it's going to lead to all of this uh, destruction and rioting. And he's just going to look the other way. Look, they don't get to condemn uh, a few hundred people who definitely misbehaved, but were unarmed and didn't light anything on fire, didn't kill anybody. They act like they killed four, four. Uh, somebody, one, one of them. Remember, they put him on. They had his coffin in front of the, the Capitol building, and people go yeah. by because he was killed by the, the Trump insurrectionists. The guy died several weeks later from uh, from a pre-existing heart condition. Yes, and and there were a couple of other people who uh, had, uh, I believe it was heart conditions of some kind, uh, that died from that. That had nothing to do. No, with and the they, they, that the they say that they say the Trump insurrectionists killed four people, and the only person that died was an unarmed Ashley Babbitt, a, a, a veteran who, uh, you know, was shot by a Capitol police officer. Right, which they won't reveal, and and pretty soon, a, 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 um, I think it's Judicial Watch, there's a watchdog that has filed a lawsuit to force the DOJ to release the memo declining criminal prosecution of Ashley Babbitt's shooter. So they refuse to prosecute the shooter. And and yet they're claiming that, some, what, did Trump force the uh, Capitol policeman to pull the trigger? on Ashley Babbitt? Is that what happened? I mean, it's insane what they're saying. No one in, 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 a, in a real world that actually resorts to facts and logic 
to make a case for anything, would try to say that. And yet the cover-up is 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 as big a part of this as the specious accusations that they are hurling at Trump. It's all politics. And if they want to engage in politics, they're going to play politics with us. We'll play politics with them this fall and just wait until the hearings that take place once they get absolutely scorched this fall. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in the Senate. I don't know if the Senate is going to shift that. Those races could end up being pretty close. Yep. And But I think there are some seats that were once considered fairly safe or at least reasonably safe for the Democrats to win that are now definitely in the toss-up category. And we're only uh, in June. They've got months to go of crises and chaos that they don't have any handle on. There's going to be a global famine. It's absolutely baked in. There's no avoiding it. And there's going to be significant economic slowdowns around the world. It'll be Putin's fault. They're going to try to blame Putin, but then they're still in charge of fixing it. And so what are they doing to fix it? They're making things worse. They're, what are they doing to make sure that there isn't mass starvation around the world? Well, oh, if they just going to point in, fingers. Bringing two or three more million illegal immigrants that we have to feed. Uh, yeah. Well, they're they're literally just... Uh, opening the doors and letting them flow in like crazy into the country and and then blaming the people in the country uh, for being unhappy about it. By the way, that is alone is causing states like uh, New Mexico and Arizona to look differently electorally. And, and congressional districts along the Mexican border in Texas, uh, there's Democrats from these districts that are saying, wait a second, no, stop doing this. This is crazy. They're well, pleading. You got, got fentanyl. It's saying that three quarters of the women that are in these caravans have been uh, uh, raped uh, in, in as part of the journey. That they, they, They're giving them transportation, airfare. I mean, how many people do you know that have said, I'm not going to take airfare anymore. It's just too expensive. I can't do it right now uh and but we're but we the taxpayers are paying for these people who are coming in here illegally to be fly to the city of their choice uh preferably florida and their Uh, kids can get baby formula even though american parents across the country can't find any now and 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 i and i don't think their flights are getting canceled at the last second like happened to me and happened to at least two other people in the last couple of weeks The, the, the the commercial aviation system is breaking down it's another uh, Biden buffoonery. He is he actually has an agency that oversees this. What is he doing about it? Zero. And of course, the cost and transportation, of fuel. And transportation is usually on maternity leave. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Or or out blaming oil companies for not wanting to go and invest in a uh, investment environment that is being overseen by somebody who's actually trying to put them out of business. Gee, I wonder if that's bad for investment in uh, providing future supply of oil and gas and expanding it as quickly as possible when the people that are running the country have vowed to put you out of business. Does that sound like an encouragement? Would you invest in any industry that that someone was vowing to put out of business who's running the country? And no, these and- same and these same people actually think it's a good thing that you're paying a lot. You'll drive your car less. Once it gets to ten dollars a gallon, that'll show you. That'll show you. Of course, you get into your electric car 
And then suddenly, oh, we've got shortages on the grid. We're going to have to ration that. We uh, we we got rid of uh, too many reliable forms of energy and replaced it with solar and wind and didn't build enough uh, transmission lines. So peak usage during the summer, we're going to just make we're going to make sure that some places have it and some don't. Well, while they're teaching our kids to pick their pronouns, they're not teaching them that the, where electricity comes from. Coal, yeah. fossil yeah. fuels, yep. nuclear power, uh, hydropower. I mean, th- these are the sources that they all hate. They want, The only ones they like are wind and solar that provides less than 5% at peak when they're operating at peak. And yet they want everybody to have an electric car that's cost more than most people, average person can afford. And and then we don't have enough charging places, and it's 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 ridiculous. Well, I was explaining to somebody who's very big on climate change and wants to fight it and believes that we control the temperature of the earth and all kinds of stuff. And um, and I said, so why is it in Oregon when they talk about making sure that there's a a, a really high percentage of our electricity coming for renewables by a certain date? Why don't they include hydroelectric and i said is it do you believe do you agree with them that water and gravity are not renewable resources and they just looked at me blankly like that can't be true and i'm like it's this is the policy for years this isn't something they just came up the other day they came up with this years ago in oregon i mean we try all the dumbest ideas here first yeah, and, we are we are a you know petri yeah. dish for that kind of stuff. Yeah, well but, that's that's. Well, remember we when the, our governor, uh, obviously a Democrat governor, because it's been so long since we've had a Republican governor, uh, wanted to tear down all the dams in the Northwest. Yeah, and I th- wouldn't push, put it past them that they're going to try to continue doing that. The salmon are doing fine; they're doing fine, and uh, but they want to pull down these dams, and. That's actually a significant percentage of our electrical supply. In fact, it's one of the reasons why some companies that I think the Democrats like a lot, uh, kind of like um, Google and Facebook, that have located uh, uh, server farm facilities, which use an enormous amount of electricity. Uh, they don't usually provide a lot of jobs, but they do provide – they do uh, – draw upon and rely upon a a secure and inexpensive and limitless amount of electricity. And hydroelectric was a key decision in them choosing to locate, particularly in Crook County. It was one of the places they located to do this. Uh, I wonder what's going to happen to some of these businesses if they can't count on the electrical supply. Maybe they'll try to make sure they can do it themselves, but everything that the Democrats have done to punish uh, fossil fuel in the United States has actually only resulted in less reliable electricity here, and it's forced other countries around the world to whom we could be exporting this stuff. And in some cases we have been, but like there was an explosion at a refinery down in Texas the other day, just mysteriously. Oh, these things just seem to be happening, just like food distribution and processing yeah, and centers. We, and, we, and we have a small percentage of the uh, number of refineries that we had 50 years ago. That's right. And and so these, um, you know what other countries are doing when they don't get uh, oil and gas, particularly natural gas from us? They switch to coal. So it's amazing. They're actually causing uh, additional CO2 emissions, which just puts the lie to this. 
It just puts a lie to it. They so they have they're crippling the things that are that underpin our civilization. And they're doing it at a rate that that's shocking. And then they're finding ways to blame others, but the power is in their hands to do something about it now. And if we had a real president, we wouldn't be experiencing this. We'd actually be converting ourselves into uh, somebody who could alleviate the rest of the world from being dependent on sources of natural gas and oil that are coming from places that are hostile and unreliable. Did you know that uh, the Netherlands, uh, which is uh, a pretty sizable economy, I didn't realize it's actually a trillion-dollar economy in the Netherlands, only less than 20 million people, trillion-dollar economy. Uh, The uh, uh, Russians cut them off from natural gas. They have some domestic supply. They're going to have to import some from other places in the world, but they cut them off. And that was a message that was being sent to other countries like Germany, France, and Italy. You're next. Um, what kind of fools allow themselves to be held hostage to uh, a hostile country uh, as a supplier? Well, under President Trump, we were energy independent in the United States, and we had the excess that we could export to all of these different places. And we could actually be making it, people be able to say, well, I don't really care if Russia if Russia wants to you know drink their li- liquefied natural gas they can do it but they're not selling it to us they could do that so you know they are part they are creating a bigger problem they are not the solution and I wish we had a media that helped with that and there's there are other things they're doing to cause even bigger problems we all know uh, that the problem of um, uh, so-called homelessness. I just don't like saying that anymore because I just don't think that's the chief problem that anybody, people don't come to Oregon and say, gee, I wish, I think we'd like to get some affordable housing here in Oregon. That's why we came. And then they sit in a tent and do meth. Um, they, this, we passed uh, a law at the ballot box initiative. Uh, the only one in the country to do this that legalized the most dangerous hard drugs there are, the ones that are streaming across the southern border right now and and whose prices uh, it's the only it's the only thing with that there isn't inflation in is the price of fentanyl. It's gone down dramatically. Same with meth. Uh, they're doing a great job on meth inflation. It's 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 way under control, uh, which is making it uh, readily available in the streets of uh, Portland. And now that they've decriminalized it and turned it into something like a traffic ticket that you don't even have to do anything about, uh, now the whole thing is accelerated. It's grown dramatically. And all the funds that they said that they sold people on this idea, like, just do this, we'll just tax cannabis sales and we'll have all this drug treatment. Oh, by the way, this obscure class of drugs is going to be decriminalized. We want to destigmatize it. Well, they got well, we, we destigmatized everything in Oregon. They they did, and they and now we have number one in meth addiction in the country, number one, and we're fiftieth in treatment. And even some of the the liberal outlets here in Oregon are starting to admit that this is a complete flop. It's a failure, and it has caused the situation. They they've taken away tools that law enforcement used to have to compel people into treatment. Here's one real uh, statistic for you that I think stands out. So in this report that they showed, they said, uh, I think it was, um, was it the 
Beth Heckett. I can't remember which county. I think it's Benton or Lynn or not Lynn, but um, Lane County DA. Anyway, she said that um, we used to interact with people when they were arrested for a possession early in the process. And because we had these tools, we can compel them into treatment. We basically said, look, it's either treatment or jail. Choose treatment, right? And then they had to stick with it all the way through. Now, Measure 110 has moved that to the end of the process so that instead of catching somebody early, we catch them later when they're actually committing serious crimes, burglaries, violent crimes, homicides. And now, not only are we seeing that show up in the surge of violent crime because we have the surge of meth, people doing meth in tents, uh, urban camping, but now they, they interact with them at a later stage and they don't have the tools still to compel them into treatment. When they used to have it, 80% of the people that were compelled into treatment would complete the treatment, would complete the course of treatment. Now it is under 15%. Wow. Under 15%. That's what a big de- that's what <laughs> what measure 110 did. It devastated the ability of the society to compel people into treatment and made it just totally optional. And then made it really easy for people to do even more drugs and then inflict all of this social chaos on the city. And the city looks like hell now. It just looks terrible. It's dangerous. There's people in neighborhoods they never thought they would hear shooting at night. The police do not have the resources to chase us anymore. Uh, I don't know if they ever did to chase this much crime. But, of course, we know police defunding uh, has impacted that. And then you have politicians who consider the police the people who need the scrutiny, that need to have uh, somebody uh, focused on them instead of focused on the fact that entire neighborhoods uh, have been uh, uh, cast asunder. And neighborhoods are looking at this and thinking, well, do we have to take matters into our own hands? One neighborhood started putting up potted, you know, these um, planters, Laurelhurst in, in Portland started putting in planters along the streets to make it so no one could put tents there. <laughs> but that's oh, and, what and, 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 and they and they they have these rocks, these piles of rock, big rocks that they put in places to burn. They're not dealing with solving the problem. They're just moving people around and spending taxpayers' dollars on rocks. Speaking of that, um this 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 ABC producer, it was Good Morning America's producer and stuff that supposedly put together this consultant putting together this uh cheney witch hunt uh production and with edited this and everything well i guess it's against the rules but yeah. you can't pay somebody like him with taxpayer dollars to put violated on a- house violated house rules as well yeah yeah, yeah. and and then well somebody said well I, I think he was doing it on a volunteer no that's he has to report that he has to report that as a as a contribution to the Democratic Party. Yeah, it's and like he, being a lobbyist doing yeah, them a favor. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but and it doesn't appear any of that was done. But uh, I think the Republicans should pursue that. But it was it was it's so bad. I mean, the editing is down to literally sometimes six to ten seconds to get the one piece of a of long testimony. Uh, and 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 Bob Barr is definitely one of their stars. He's he's their uh, big. Their big get to constantly attack Trump, uh, but but it's it's are people going to watch this? I think some people are. 
I think more and more people are concerned about the problems they face in their lives. I was this, so grateful this I had a show to get to. I, I was thinking, I can't watch this. It's shameful. And I watched, you know, the network so they, I could get the feel of what most people were seeing. And I switched to Fox, too, to get, you know, something because it's so infuriating. I'm screaming. That's a lie. That's not true. You edited that. You did this. Where's doesn't anybody get to ask? And they, but it's all the same people all agree. They want they want to put Trump behind bars. Yeah. And they want to uh, create the impression uh, that doesn't exist that actually, I think, to some extent, has been debunked because um uh, what was it? Uh, there's a key congressman here who Rodney Davis, uh, who said that the Capitol was not in a better security posture since the riots. So they still haven't fixed the problem. But he also said, it's clear to me when you look at the information about what took place, then Trump is not to blame for the violence that occurred that day. Here's what they are trying to do. This isn't about facts or about security or about stopping violence. You know what it's about? It's actually, ironically, about an election system that Democrats don't like. Isn't it funny that somebody is claiming that someone else is uh, criminally questioning the election system, and they're using that to say, and we got to get rid of the Electoral College? Uh, who's the one defending democracy, um, defending our system of elections? Is it uh, is it the ones who uh, uh, are are going out and claiming that someone else just wants accurate ballot counting and they don't want fraudulent voters and they just want somebody to uh, scrutinize and and make sure that's not happening? Or the ones who say they don't like the Electoral College and they want to get rid of it. And so they put on this show. I've got to say it's the latter. Any reasonable person would have to look at this and say. If you don't like the Electoral College, then, yeah, you don't like this system, but stop pretending like that you aren't criticizing it. That's what they're doing. They don't like a system where all 50 states have a voice. They want a bunch of people in some liberal bastion to just outvote 10 or 12 other states so that we can be ruled for a generation by leftists on the left coast and the right coast. And well, and were, if that you know. if that happens, I mean, all these things that they want, it's over. Yeah, it's a it, it, you'll have an, an, the country breaks up because then a whole section of the country has no stake in what's being done. They'll, it'll be like they'll be ruled like like um, like colonies or vassal states. You know, it'll be like uh, uh, like you used to see in Italy or in uh, the Holy Roman Empire, where there's these possessions that that are just ruled uh, by, you know, California and New York and Illinois. Or you uh, have people like, you know, tyrants like uh, Schumer and, and Pelosi. And Pelosi, they, they they wanted to, like we were discussing earlier, it's against, it's against the law to go and protest on the lawn of the home of a Supreme Court justice or, or judge or a juror. If I'm on a jury, you can't come and protest in front of my house trying to impact my decision in a legal procedure that's it's, right it's a, but but uh pelosi wouldn't put that wouldn't do that wouldn't put the bill in there so now she's saying well i support that yeah i want them to be safe because especially as that judge got on there reminded how that some one of her uh people that was sentenced and found guilty in her courtroom went, went and killed her son uh i know 
you know, so, your heart so, breaks when you hear her talk. Oh, You're, it's it's so it's so and horrible. she's and she's not she doesn't sound partisan or political at all. No, she's a Democrat. She's like saying she was appointed by I think Obama, and uh, and yet she explained that you can't that this there should be no political party standing in the way, which Pelosi is right now. That's what she's prioritizing right now. She's prioritizing the, these phony hearings over passing legislation to protect Supreme Court justices from being in their families from being threatened and, and intimidated. I just don't. This is like a world turned upside down. And the person doing it in large part is, is Nancy Pelosi, because I don't even know if Joe Biden knows which end is up anymore. Um, and Have she's you seen him. Have you seen his performance in this, uh, you know, this this gathering of the summit of the Americas. He's making a complete and total fool of himself. And, um, and it, it, he was in, in an interview with, uh, they had to cut it off his press because he was rambling on and on with, with, with one of the world leaders and the president of El Salvador wouldn't even return the phone call of our secretary of state who wanted to persuade him to come, uh, Anthony Blinken, they wouldn't accept his call. There, the Mexico isn't there. We've got this mass invasion going on in the country. We've got a food problem. We've got uh, baby formulas. Well, I guess they have. I guess they knew enough in advance that they were going to have millions of people coming across the border, so they stockpiled these this this baby yeah. formula at the border to give to illegals. You know when though- they knew? You know when they knew there was a baby formula problem? February of 2021, this just came out today. So they were, they knew that the Abbott labs where this is produced had an issue and that this could lead to uh, stoppages of production, which inevitably would lead then to Biden goes out and said he didn't know about it until April of 2022. <laughs> I think he still doesn't know about it because if you asked him, he probably doesn't remember if you told him five minutes ago. And I just, I, I'm horrified when I see him give these performances, uh, if you can call it that, in front of world leaders who think this is a superpower. I'm supposed to listen to this country. And they they got this guy who doesn't even know what he's doing. The real president is Ron Klain. He's the real president of the United States right now. We didn't elect him. And a lot of us don't think we elected Joe Biden. But be it as it may, Joe Biden's really not making decisions. He's being handed them. Yeah, He has no idea what he's doing. No, well, that's why he gets a little defiant, does some things on his own every once in a while. It's this, always... might, this might be the most dangerous uh, uh, six or eight months to come because almost anything could happen. And I'm pretty sure we're not ready and up to the task. The people running things that are actually running things clearly don't know what they're doing and certainly don't understand foreign policy. And there's just a whole ton of things that can occur. But, but they, they do will, know how to spin they... the media. I know, and they know how to play the game, and it's very, it's very frightening. I mean, it's very frightening because the truth is not something that you have to work to get. It's something it's not given to us. And and I was going to ask you about, it, but we're out of time. I was running out of time with Kevin Hort uh, about Joe Scarborough. Uh, I can't believe anybody. I used to think Joe Scarborough was great, I, but it's not. But we're losing Kevin Hoare. We're losing you. We'll be back on Monday night. Pray for our country. Pray for our, uh, President Trump and the people that support him. Somehow the truth gets beyond this bodyguard of lies that is an epidemic on our national stage and international one as well. Good night. Good night.
night. Good night. Thanks, Kevin. Go so fast. It does. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.